Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Friday, December 8th, and I'm your host, Sharanki Kalantharasa, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. And here are our top stories from today. The RCMP is under investigation after a missing woman's dead body was found one kilometer away from where she was missing. CIBC is fined $1.3 million for failing to comply with rules and regulations. A woman who threw a Chipotle bowl at an employee is sentenced to a fast food job. And then we will hear Samina Sultana with their segment, Turn the Page. So let's get into it. For the first headline, the RCMP is under investigation after a missing woman's dead body was found a kilometer away from where she was last seen. According to CBC News, British Columbia's Police Oversight Agency is determining whether police action or inaction is what led to this. The details of the missing woman's body matches that of Chelsea Kwa, Huron, 29, who was reported missing on October 11th after leaving her home in Sekouts. In a recent news report by CBC News, it was stated that Kwa's family feared that the case would not be given as much importance due to them being Indigenous. The police said that they conducted a full-scale investigation, but nothing could be found. However, a month later, RCMP announced that Kwa's body was found in a wooden area of the same community. The Independent Investigations Office is currently conducting investigations regarding police involvement of the case. In fact, there are concerns that the police, quote, played a role in serious harm or death, either through direct or indirect or, or through direct or failure to reasonably act in a way that could have prevented harm. Pam Huron told CBC News that she had worried that her daughter was stereotyped as an indigenous girl who was troubled and therefore the case was not taken seriously by police. Just two days later, her body was found. For the second headline, CIBC is fined $1.3 million for failing to comply with rules and regulations. Canada's Financial Intelligence Agency imposed a $1.3 million fine on CIBC for not complying with terrorist financing and money laundering measures, according to BNN Bloomberg. It was reported on Thursday, just two days after RBC's $7.4 million fine was announced. FinTrack, the financial intelligence agency that levied the fine, said this was due to CIBC failing to submit a transaction report that seemed suspicious of money laundering activity. 
In fact, there were many instances where money transfer information was incomplete. According to BNN Bloomberg, CIBC spokesperson Tom Wallace said that the bank has robust anti-money laundering and anti-terrorist financing procedures. In fact, the proceedings have ended as CIBC has allegedly paid the penalty in full according to Fintracht. For the third and final headline, an Ohio woman who threw a Chipotle bowl at an employee has been sentenced to a month in jail and must work in fast food for two months. 39-year-old Rosemary Hain was caught on camera throwing a Chipotle bowl at the face of Emily Russell, a Chipotle worker, on September 5th of 2023. Upon Hain pleading guilty at court, the judge gave her two options. Number one was to spend 30 days in jail and the remainder working for a fast food chain. Or number two was spend the 60 days at a fast food restaurant. Russell quit her job at Chipotle, though due to, quote, a lack of support from the team. According to People.com, Russell said she was relieved regarding Hain's sentencing, but also said that Hain should be lucky for working 20 hours a week. According to Russell, she had worked up to 65 hours a week at Chipotle. According to People.com, a statement was released to them by Lori Shallow, the chief corporate affairs officer for Chipotle, and she said, quote, the health and safety of our employees is our greatest priority, and we're pleased to see justice served for any individual that does not treat our team members with the respect they deserve. Well, that was it from me today, and now we'll take a quick look at the weather. Today is a relatively partly cloudy day with temperatures going up to 7 degrees Celsius. Precipitation rates are at 10%, humidity rates at 83%, and winds up to 21 kilometers per hour. However, tomorrow we will be getting slight showers, but the temperature will be going up by 2 degrees to 9 degrees Celsius. So dress accordingly to the weather. Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week I'm going to make a book recommendation and I hope it gets you turning the pages. We are going back in time to celebrate the holidays. The year is December 2000. For the first time in over three decades, Christmas, Hanukkah, and Eid all fall within days of each other. This tri-holiday convergence means more merriment, more food, more decorations, more family, and more headaches specifically for anyone with travel plans. As with every story taking place over the holidays, airports, flights, and weather start at chaotic before gradually diverging into outlandish and uncontrollable directions. Everyone has somewhere to be and is taking painstaking actions to get there. The title of the book is Three Holidays and a Wedding. The authors are Uzma Jalaluddin and Marissa Stapley. These two female Canadian writers have teamed up to write a fun seasonal book about family, friends, romance, and yes, before you ask, it does seem like the plot of a holiday movie, but it is delightful enough to not become cheesy.
Our two protagonists are Anna, who is about to spend the picture-perfect Christmas with her boyfriend Nick's family in Toronto. As she put her handmade gift into his bag, she found an engagement ring. They've only been dating for six months. Anna thinks it's too soon, but she loves Nick. He looks like Scott Foley, he treats her like a princess, and is from a prominent family. But she worries she might not fit into his picture-perfect family. Miriam is trying to wrangle her parents and grandfather to get to her younger sister's wedding. She loves her family, but she's always expected to be the responsible one. She never has time for herself. Both women are on their way to Toronto, but end up stranded at Denver International Airport before landing in a charming small town in Canada called Snow Falls, where the entire town is celebrating all three holidays. It is the friendship between these two women that really is the core of this novel. They share advice on the other situation and support each other while sharing their deepest secrets. The best part of this book is that regardless of what you're celebrating, it will help get you in the holiday mood. One warning, lots of food is mentioned throughout this novel, so beware if you're reading on an empty stomach. Grab a snack. Now, let the holiday hijinks begin. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library, and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at MetRadio. Thank you for listening. Happy reading and happy holidays. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next Friday with some more exciting news at Morning Mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It is Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Sharanki Kalantarasa. Thanks for listening.